0: Welcome viewers and listeners This is episode number 114 of the Fret Talk podcast And I tried to do the maths on which live episode it was And <laughs> got lost <laughs> So it is, it, it is a live episode um, You're here with your host, it's Mr Budget Pedal Chap And you are here with Yuli Von Pedaldoom Say hi Hello,
1: like. hello Lee
0: Bonjour Bonjour Oh, my microphone leads. I think it is the lead. It's going oh, again. It? I will likely edit this bit out of the, um, of the podcast, but um, for you live listeners, hey. Hey. Um, so,
1: we um, have one live listener that I know who is a Stuart Arteta. Arteta.
0: Hello. Hello, Mr. Tate. Uh, Mr. Stuart Tate was. Um, he was selling off uh, one of his boosters this week for an incredible price. Unfortunately, just, it has already gone. So
1: he, it, he just uh, a few minutes ago put up another one, uh, which was like I don't know, um, based on someone else's circuit. And he, he does them occasionally, yeah. builds them, and then just sells them off because he's like, oh, I wanted to build that for fun.
0: Yeah, the the circuit of which I've got sitting up there because at the same time that he bought um, that circuit board, my friend bought one and bought me one as well. Uh and it's j ju- literally just set up there. I need to get something like hundreds nanofarad uh capacitors and some one K resistors in it and then box it up essentially. Um but I haven't done that. I have not. Uh so yeah, like like I was saying, he he uh, he, he put up what what he classes as B stock is what most would let slip in their uh their standard range, but he <laughs> yeah. He sold off uh, one of his boosters, which is honest to God, one of the loudest things I have ever heard. Oh, um, I'm out there somewhere. And, yeah,
1: I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, look, look what number it is. Four? four.
0: four. four. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound you make when, uh, when you put the booster on. It's four. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah it's it's just it's the cleanest, loudest thing ever. I, I and I've seen Slayer, so I mean I, I know what loud is like. What is loud like then? Uh, it's, it's Slayer. I, 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 went, <laughs> I, I was at a, a Slayer gig. Uh, I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before. But I was I was at a Slayer gig with my then girlfriend, um, and she she chose where we were we were standing in the. Uh, in in the the pit, so so to speak, um, and she decided to stand directly in front of the fucking PA system, didn't she? Uh, so not only, I mean, we we're on Kerry King's side, so we had like Kerry King's wall of marshals kind of blaring towards us, but then also the bridges th- plugged in. Are they not?
1: He, no, he goes through. They're never all plugged in.
0: But it, it's it's still it was it was pretty loud stage volume, and then we were standing in front of lot, essentially a lot of the bass bin, which we were being blasted by just the, the low end of the drums and, um, and the bass guitar as well. And I, I was wearing earplugs and I still I came out of that having tinnitus for
1: about for a week afterwards. It was, imagine what they're hearing must be like for playing like that every night sort of thing? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's whisper quiet on stage. They just blast everyone else with it
1: yeah there, there was um i remember i was hearing it but i was talking about like the difference between on stage um sound and uh, it might have been katana actually talking about the difference between on on stage sound and you know gig sound and you know, yeah. how graphic can sound on stage because everyone's got dne's and they're um they're having the monitors are only feeding uh, like the bass and the drums in the uh, the guitarist and stuff like that. Yeah, it depends on personal preference, really, doesn't it? But yeah, it can sound a bit wank to uh, someone who wants to hear the actual song.
0: Yeah, they were talking about it on um, on uh, the Tone Jerks this week um, about how they they were doing a gig and they um, the the fallback essentially just stopped working. Um, because they are because they're uh, punk uh, or of of punk origin, they know how to play without being able to hear themselves, and it's largely just muscle memory.
1: <laughs> yeah, just um, yeah. Every song's the same, and you just keep counting. Where are we? One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. I think that's probably an A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you
0: just have to get relatively close, and then you're fine.
1: I've left my studio door, open, right? And I'm anxious as to whether I'm going to have to run over there in a minute and shut it because next door I've got dogs. Oh, dear. Mm. Well, it will be fine. Mm. Uh, um, in la-
0: look, I was editing last week's podcast um, two days ago, and there was one of you, either you or Matt, that had the-, the sound of a motorbike going on in the background.
1: Oh, it's probably me. I've got muppets all around here who ride two strokes, and they... They drive past my daughter's room and they feel like they must accelerate uh, or rev their engine outside. One day I'm gonna take their fucking heads off. <laughs> it really annoys me. Yeah, and I ride motorbikes, uh, so you know it's not a motorbike-ish thing. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's thing. bellendist. Yeah, it's just don't be a cock. Yeah.
0: Oh, <sighs> yeah. Don't get me started, mate. Um.
1: So, Lee, how are you? <laughs> are you all right? What you been How oh, am there? I? Yeah. I'm not bad, mate. Um. What have I been up to? I don't know. I didn't even ask. Uh, I've been doing DIY again today. So <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: You're in a slightly yeah, different have... position than you were last time, I think. Am I? Am I, am I correct? Have you moved a little bit?
1: Um, no, no, no. Your studio hasn't moved. The studio Has is still a bit of a state, but um, better than it was. But no, it's in-house DIY, so uh, that's yeah. why I'm a bit tonight <laughs> right now because I've been running around um, chopping up like a hundred year old furniture but I feel really guilty about it <laughs> yeah yeah So, like, oh this is really nice this old Victorian thing where's my saw <laughs> <laughs> I mean to be fair
0: you could probably uh, probably repurpose it into some kind of instrument but
1: I mean <laughs> we are repurposing it but not into an instrument <laughs> who's got time for that who's got time yeah. Um, I've been. Um, I'll tell you what I have been doing. I've been trying to negotiate with a guy who's selling a, uh, one of those Vitri- victory preamp pedals. And, oh, yeah. uh, tell it, me more. Which one is it? I mean, you've got which one it is The Cracker, the, the Duchess, one. the. Duchess. Duchess. And no, Duchess? Yes. Which one's um, Guthrie's one? Yeah, it's the Duchess, isn't it? I don't know. It's a yes, and it's plausible. Listeners, help us. Well, viewers, help us. Which one is it? Anyway, it's the black one. Uh, it's got a clean <laughs> channel where I have got drives. But um, I'm trying to work out what, uh, what I've got to trade with him. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, see what I can do. What, yeah, what's, what's, worth, what's worth his time. Yeah, really want that. I like how you can plug it into your effects loop and you can go between yeah. your amps. Like two channels and then the two channels of that, So it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah, it makes, yeah, that, makes everything uh, versatile, doesn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's the gear related stuff I'm doing. Um, other than that, I've been working putting. Oh, pardon me. I've <laughs> <laughs> been putting up um, uh, more and more posts. We did a, a post on Tompedia for um, the Carl Marty in Panama. I haven't really looked into that too much. Have you seen that pedal?
0: No, no, no! Crack
1: It's Van Halen inspired, by any chance? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That it's absolutely it's a Van Halen inspired pedal. Panama. Um. Oh, there's there's a brilliant, um,
0: uh, brilliant video that is, it circulates YouTube and, and Facebook every so often with like misheard lyrics. Um, and there's there's always like the classics like uh, Pat Benatar's "Hit Me with Your Pet Shark." Um but Panama it comes up and it's a padded bra. It's it's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Bro.
1: Yeah. There's some uh, some absolutely funny.
0: fantastic things. Uh, I mean and um, Peter Kay does that that sketch on it, doesn't he?
1: I don't really watch Peter Kay unfortunately.
0: Yeah, he does he like he, at the end of one of his stand ups he does uh, uh, he does this sketch where he he's got like a little dictaphone. <laughs> really oddly, he's got a dictaphone and he puts he puts like the mic to it, yeah? like, uh, and plays a song through it. Um, and he he um, he cycles through like these these misheard lyrics, and it's absolutely hilarious.
1: Um, uh, I've seen a lot of them, and they are funny as hell. Yeah, just it always gets me padded, bro. It's just <laughs> <laughs> maybe picking up some noise, guys, from my. Um, my PC is making a lot of fans going. It's quite warm today. We've had a little bit of a heat wave here in the UK, but in the middle of September. and When I say heat wave, um, the hottest I saw it was twenty seven. But for September, that's quite quite hot, really, isn't it?
0: Um, I mean, it, it, today today has not been fantastic. It's, there's been a grey cloud over pretty much the entire day. Um, oh. but Thursday, Friday, and a little bit of Saturday was absolutely bacon. Bacon, proper bacon, yeah. Ooh. Beer can, beer can, <laughs> can of beer. Uh, yeah, I had a lovely, a uh, lovely afternoon in a like, like a beer garden kind of thing on Saturday. Oh, it was, it was lovely. Um, Have
1: you done anything gear
0: related? I've done it beer related. Uh, I think that, <laughs> that helps, it? No, I mean, I've on on my uh, my Instagram. I think it was yesterday, but I actually recorded it a couple of days ago. Um, I've put up a clip. Of um, me playing my Gibson mid tone, uh, oh, really? Because I'd i had like a, an afternoon where I was just up to nothing, so I thought I'll crack out the mid tone. It's it's been a while. I should probably probably give it some love. Um, and I, I, I go those
1: bikes, can you hear it? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's one of the quiet ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: bad. Um, so yeah I was playing Playing the mid-tone um, When I first Plugged it in I was like Oh this is This is far too dark For my liking Because I'm used to Single coils And I've been playing Seven Up um, I've been it's playing I've like you
1: know, got paid for that
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah Sponsored by Seven Up uh, <laughs> I mean if If you guys at the Is it Coca-Cola Who make Seven Up Or is it What, what oh, company I don't know um, I mean he's uh, got it On the uh, bottle there mate I mean, I can't see; it's really, really tiny, rising from where I sit. Um, so I was playing the, uh, I plugged in the mid ten, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is far too dark sounding." Uh, then, then tweaked the EQ on my amp a bit and and got it to to sit a bit better. Um, and I, I then just started really getting into it and and started finding that um, that humbucker spot where when I'm playing single coils, I play a, a little bit more floaty and a bit more. Um, kind of um, melodic, kind of Hendrixian uh, flourishes. Whereas, when I get the humbuckers out, I pretty much just hit power chords and pentatonics.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I understand that. I I, I tend to... I, t- I tend to gravitate towards the blues if I feel, um, feel in the mood with both single coils and... Um, and humbuckers yeah. but very differently but if I'm playing metal I can play metal through my strats but I prefer to do it for my lesbos
0: yeah it's got more of fun. a authentic throatiness hasn't it yeah. Um, yeah for sure so a couple of things that are, are noted down actually about the uh, about the mid-turn one, one of which was the fact that it was just a much darker sounding instrument um, and it had it had that Gibson equality which you you would expect from a Gibson, but the the kind of f- like big fat sound, and I uh, it, it, even though I was just like running direct from the guitar into the amp, no pedals, I was getting that kind of Bonamassa vibe, and I love it. Just it was like big power blues kind of feel, um, and yeah, it's, it's essentially. It was it. It reminded me of when I first started playing guitar, which is just
1: rocking the fuck out. I was um. You just reminded me. I was watching um. Bernie Marsden from uh. You know Jason over at Wambler? I do know Jason over at Wambler. Well, I know of him. I've, I've never met Mr. Michael. Wilding. Yes. Mr. Wilding. He put up a post um because he went to see uh, Bernie Marsden. And they were playing some uh um, Bernie White of course and, they were uh, yeah oh and it was it was just uh wonderful it was really really good to listen to you know when you watch someone's videos you tend to I don't know what about you but I, I tend to listen to like maybe a little bit of it and then like you know you, you stop watching it or something But you know, yeah. live streams I suppose <laughs> <laughs> yeah bye Stuart <laughs> yeah bye <laughs> and um yeah no no I watched the whole way through that and it was it was Beautiful. It just got better and better as it went on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bernie, he's, he's got the
1: touch, hasn't he? Yeah, Bernie. I've been, to, I've been in the same room as him, like, standing, like, almost next to him, but he was talking to people and he just don't want to go over and go, Oh. Hey. Yeah, he just butt in and go, Oh, you're right. I do yeah. a live stream podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be on
0: it? I mean, Bernie, if you are listening, you are welcome whenever, whenever you want on the podcast, so...
1: Whenever, wherever
0: Are you, are you shakira ring uh, Why the hell not? No nah. These hips, I tell you Don't lie um, But yeah, so I, I played my mid town, But I also, I cracked out my Flying V as well Because I felt really guilty The fact that I, I bought this Flying V and I've played it about three times um, and Is I, that
1: because It's a pain in the ass to play
0: sitting down? Uh, it is a pain in the ass to place it in there And I've not put strap locks on it And the strap that I've got for it keeps falling off So that's <laughs> That's a downside But the, that that wouldn't necessarily bother me All that much It's the fact that the uh, The angle of the uh, The tuners on the headstock Like the, the way that they break onto the nut Means that there is always Tuning issues with it uh, So it really annoyed the piss out of me and I, I just put it down and was just like frustrated with it um but the last time i, I played it it had just had some uh some new um just innovative fletcher fletcher pickups in they are like um version not even one they're 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 prototypes uh i think he called them the hyper blends. so okay. he, he does a set of pickups which i have absolutely raved like, what completely Sorry.
1: about? Sorry, I was, I was, yeah. I'm just interested. I was trying to get you ah,
0: on to okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the Come yeah, which <laughs> it happened to do <laughs> the opposite. Like, what? 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 Um, so the the um, the pickups that I absolutely wax lyrical about uh, are the blend pickups, which are a uh, they're a mixture of two different um gauges of wire. So I think they're like a point uh sorry a forty two and a forty three a w g or whatever it is um whatever means. yeah yeah, yeah. What, whatever it means um because they sound just like um basically like all the les Paul's in the seventies sound on, on the records um and i i've got them in my les paul and i i absolutely love them um, and, um, and then then i i bought this flying v and, and Fletch said I can I can do you another set of blends, but how about um doing like a, a set of th- stupid blends? Um, where so essentially the way that they work is that they are uh, tapped bookers. So in normal mode, they are just a normal set of blends. So kind of classic sounding, bit rock, awesome. When you set them into hyper mode. Um it's like supercharged uh steroids bookers. Have you frozen. Oh yeah. Just at the key part. You frozen, you're back. There we go. So uh, supercharged <laughs> supercharged like um seventies bookers on steroids. And I I pretty much just kept them on that mode because why wouldn't you?
1: You you broke you you dropped
0: out for a little bit it's all right the um, the listeners will be able to hear me the listeners yeah
1: everyone to... viewing's like what the f- is he talking about so, <laughs> should, we, uh, should we uh but yeah you you've basically got got it tapped and where it's tapped the wire changes to give you two different um, types of tone but when you when they're stacked um they sound a little bit hyper
0: yeah yeah so they're they're basically high output pafs um, right. so you, you've got your normal PAF mode and then you've got your hyper mode, which is like adding a boost on top of that. Um, oh, which okay. in a very similar vein to the, um, the Gibson that I was playing, it just encourages you to play silly. Um, but yeah. the, 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 uh, the blends, even though they are like massively high output, um, there's still there's still more definition and and a bit of a brighter edge than the uh, the Gibson pickups, which really impressed me because it's really hard to get clarity once you start pushing the output.
1: Well, like that depends on what you're pushing it into, but I, I do I do get you. Yeah, that's um, did you watch that pedal show episode with the Gretsch's and they were saying how low the output on Gretches are, but the clarity is really you know surreal. Um, so yeah, it, it's similar to that and like you say if you start pushing when your pickups start taking over the tone yeah you're taking away from the guitar's tone
0: yes you yeah know, yes. So um, that's it
1: isn't it um yeah. you're getting more well, of Zachary a of... Got, you know zach has got beautiful les Pauls with massive great big fucking emgs in them it's like not so just have a plank of wood
0: yeah, the, yeah yeah the emgs put through anything sound log emgs
1: don't they yeah yeah absolutely do you want to go on to the news, sir? because we do have rather a lot to talk about and, and I'm quite excited about um, something that a lot of people find quite boring. <laughs> what? Go uh, on. Do you want to start okay. us off
0: with the news, then, Lee? OK, let's roll okay. with the lunch. Let,
1: let me do a sexy transition over <laughs> on onto... the. Well right. Hello, boys and girls. This is the TC Tone Print Pedal. Now, TC have... um, They have teased this. All it is, uh, for the listener, is a corner of a a pedal. I'm assuming it's the same size as the X4 pedals. And um, you've got a little button. looks like a mash button. It's got the number 5 under an LED next to it. And above... It says Hall of Fame 2 Reverb in what looks like a digital writing. Yeah, so like an LCD
0: like, screen, isn't it? Yeah?
1: Exactly. And underneath it says Tone Print Pedal Board. Now, this is going to be very minimum of five different uh, effects you can program into it using Tone Prints. It may be 10. It could be, couldn't it? Because it could be another layer of it. Yeah. Um, the, like I say, the button does look like a mash button. Saying that, though, it doesn't have the little mash symbol next to it. But yeah. this looks like it could be quite a good little fly rig.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, at, at the moment, all all that has been uh, teasered is that little image. It was like an Instagram post or something, were not it? Um, yep. So what we're doing at the moment, we're speculating on on what it could be, what I thought it might be is a, a resurrection of the um, the G unit. So like a right, okay, like a new version of that. Was, is it the G unit? Or is it the Nova system that T C does? Did? did they do both? And I'm going to skin G unit reband. <laughs> yes, there. <they> um, <laughs> but, but anyway, say, that, say
1: band very loosely. I use the term
0: band. That that. But no, uh, uh, um, that multi-effects unit kind of thing that they did um, And I was thinking That it was like a an update on that um, I mean We've spoken about it, The fact that What I really want to see from TC And I sent you this When you uh, when you showed me this little bit of news I said all I want to see from TC Is the Mojo Mojo And the dark matter Put into one pedal Maybe like Two foot switches to do them independently, and a and a foot switch to do the order.
1: Or maybe uh, yes, the G system. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that, that kind of like uh, I don't think that had um, uh, tone prints on it.
0: No, it didn't. No, no, because it was before it was before the tone tone print stuff. But it was it was regarded as quite a. Quite an all-encompassing uh, multi-effects unit, weren't it? I don't know. It was, it was a yeah. little bit before my time, but uh, I remember, remember seeing him about, and uh, I remember seeing a guy in. I think he was in a Thin Lizzy tribute band with with one, uh, and he used it for like for his drive settings, and and it had phase in it as well, and it just got it did all of the uh, all of the sends that he needed. It was perhaps even uh, a little bit overpowered for for the, the sake of Thin Lizzy because they weren't particularly known for their uh, their diverse tone portfolio, were they?
1: They were just no. They did it more with with uh, you know harmonies and stuff. Didn't they? Yeah, what they that?
0: The, the guitar sounds were very much one thing, weren't they? Uh, yeah, Les Paul for Marshall. It was <laughs> yeah. it was that, wasn't it? Yeah, and then um, then occasionally they'd put a phaser on or a walk
1: Oh, you just reminded me, talking about Finn Lizzie. I learned that um, Arctic Monkey song. <laughs>
0: that one is... <laughs> that's a, that took a little turn quick, didn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah I got that done.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah.
1: laughs> Complete tangent there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's the G system. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't seen one of them in a long time. So I was, um, I was then, thinking
0: maybe it could be a, a resurgence of that, but then now using the, the tone print stuff
1: could be the, the g system had loops in it as well so you could plug other pedals into um so maybe this will maybe it won't we'll see more from tc but speaking of more from tc they also teased it was actually mr pate that sent me this
0: picture. oh the 2290 is it
1: no yeah so let's put on I've got it written up. down um so yeah. this picture have you seen it so uh, as a,
0: as a little kind of background to it the 2290 for those who do not know and uh, i'll be i'll put my hands up here and say before before seeing this news i i didn't have a fudging f- 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 clue uh, 2290 was a, a, a delay rack unit which was highly revered and um still seen as quite a um as as quite a um cornerstone piece of kit in studios um
1: and yeah it, it it's kind of like a uh, it's an analog sorry a, a digital, a digital delay, but it does actually some white uh, analogy really, especially in can comparison to the digital delays that followed it but it was famously used by the edge uh, and other people i mean the edge uses
0: every bloody thing doesn't it in terms of delay
1: true yeah yeah you, you can't argue at that um so like, they've kind of made a, a mock-up So you've got a front view A back view And a side view It's obviously done It's obviously rendered So it's not a real yeah. pedal uh, But They've put this out And it, You know it, it, it is obviously A guitar pedal Now they did do Not so long ago They did a oh, The um, Juno
0: Sorry? The Juno The
1: June 20 No 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 no, no. They, they did They did software Okay. Uh, okay. they did 2290 software which looked just like this because if you look at it you'd be forgiven for thinking it was a really old mobile phone because you've got like a numbers keypad on there to dial in your, your time and that sort of thing <laughs> um <laughs> but, in fact i remember uh, i remember
0: seeing a, a, a documentary at the edge where he, where he um showed this and he did yeah like literally like Toby. yeah t-
1: what was interesting about this software that TC brought out is they released a physical controller that was a replica of that okay so yeah so you could use it so what you saw the edge doing there you could do but it linked directly to the software now with this this is just like the actual you know the technology just brought up to date yeah um I can do this on my DD500 though
0: what what I want to see is a giant like um like Numerical keypad That is stump Foot foot switch sized So you can <laughs> On the floor like 20.7 milliseconds Go
1: is, is it like one of those Giant keyboards That yeah. you've got to like Run up and down <laughs> <so>? <laughs> Like that yeah <laughs>
0: It would be brilliant And it would be It would be the most Cumbersome um, Way of Inputting your uh, Your delay times But it would be It would be It'd just be, it'd be fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you know what? It'd be really bloody useless and everyone would buy it. Yeah. Because it would be a different thing. Yeah. Because oh, it's new and shit. One of, one of the interesting things about this is you've got three foot switches on it. A, yeah. B, they link together for bank down and then you've got B and what you would think would be C and that links together to be bank up. But what would normally be C isn't. It says learn Oh,
0: okay. Yes.
1: So is now that I've like a... The, some the uh, the
0: flashback had a, a system where if you like click the, the original flashback, if you click and hold the, the foot switch button it turns it turns it into like uh strum mode or something and you could strum in the tempo rather than tap oh, okay. it. Um so mm-hmm. maybe it's something along those lines. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know.
1: It's a, maybe it's a feature that was on the original uh, 2290. I've never had the privilege of playing one. No. Um, no. But yeah, you know, that, that's the that's that's what we've got so far. So, effectively, we've got no real news from TC Electronics. <laughs> we've got lots of we've got yeah. the potential news. Yeah, lots of
0: speculation. Maybe we're breaking the, breaking the news hot off the press here, or maybe you know we're just completely it's, swinging a miss. We could call it. Preview. No, no, we 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 should never do that because (laughs) the amount of shit we get on the YouTube channel for same preview, like not actually viewing the product, we are previewing the. Oh,
1: we've just. I've just remembered we've missed a massive, great, big bit of news, haven't we? They uh, they've announced the um, the details of the OD two hundred.
0: Who boss have?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all come out now.
0: Okay, okay. I've I've got no information on that. So uh, explain it to me, Lee, as if you were explaining it to a five-year-old child.
1: Oh, uh, as if I've only just looked at it and I haven't. Uh, <laughs> okay, right. So the MD200 and the OD200 were announced back earlier in the year, you may remember. And what happened was they, uh, they were announced with the DD200 and the EQ200, which was called yeah. possibly the EQ200, probably I can't yeah. remember. I believe GE200, maybe.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Graphic e closer two right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. Um, the GE, let's call it that, and the um, the DD, they were they were released, and the other two were held back until now. Yeah. Um, the only videos that are out that I could find were from Rabir and done in cohorts with Boss, so at their studio. I mean, he's a right, um, isn't he, Rabier? He's he, he's he's very good. Yeah, I, I saw him a couple of years ago, and I did say to him, you know, I get so many people saying to me they prefer his demos over pretty much anyone else's because yeah. he, you know, he, he's he's I don't know. It's just something about his demos are very very good. Yeah,
0: he's he's very versatile. Even though he's a, a predominantly kind of technical progressive. Um, metal player. He
1: there's uh, a lot of rock influences in his playing, though. Yeah, there?
0: I mean, he's when he does the um, the Sound Log series, and oh, good, yeah. he, he he pretty much nails. I'm not gonna say he nails everyone 100, percent but like there's a good like eighty, ninety percent of it that he's he does does it well enough that you wouldn't wouldn't be feeling sorry if you saw him. In a tribute band, doing that,
1: yeah, no, no, I agree. Uh, so, um yeah, he presented the OD and the uh, MD. The interesting thing for me about the OD is you can run two of the drives into each other, so you can use one as a boost uh, pre or post, and the other is your main. Okay, and that can be any of them. So you can use um an OD one style drive <laughs> metal zone into two. other metal zone, yeah exactly i think he did that i think he did a, a metal zone into a fuzz um oh so dude, that, yeah, that must it, just destroy the l- sound yeah. pretty damn good
0: sorry i said that must just destroy the sound like overdrive into fuzz i mean, sorry metal zone like dis- the the dirtiest of distortions into fuzz
1: yeah it's like and there went my ears yeah
0: well, <laughs> after a certain amount of gain your signal just starts crapping out it just it just loses any definition and it starts flubbing
1: <laughs> yeah it did sound good though um, I was yeah. really really impressed with that um, <clears throat> I can't remember too much about the um, about BMD other band. you can use the loop for that interestingly uh, so you can put uh, another pedal into the loop and you can put that pre or post the modulation um, but it did sound good the CE1 mode on that sounded really really good it goes another motorbike <laughs> I said, like at uh, aeroplane! That, either that was vastly yeah, impressed. Fosh uh, <laughs> round here, they've all got their own planes. Fosh um, round here. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, uh, most of them are. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, it's pretty exciting. I, I urge you, if you're interested, go and have a look at the videos because, um, yeah, Rabir is is spot on with what he's doing. He yeah. is trying it through, like, the, the boss stuff. So there is a jazz chorus in the background that he's playing it through, and he's playing it through a Telecaster, which isn't really his cup of tea yeah. um, traditionally. But I say that he gets to try to choose so many different guitars, I'm sure he chose it rather than being yeah. told to play it. I mean, and it, and it they are a really.
0: versatile instrument, though, the Telecaster. They, uh, it's true. It's, true. They, they do, it's uh, true. they do quite a lot.
1: Yes. Anyway, should we go back to the scheduled news, sir? Well, I've I've got it in a you know. slightly different
0: um slightly different order. So you're gonna to have to tell me what you've got coming up next on your uh on your fancy I, slideshow.
1: I put it in the order of the uh what you um the images you sent over earlier. Ah, yes, Ippithorn. yeah, so
0: this is this is very interesting, this is. So I'm gonna butcher this chap's name, so uh epiphone, essentially the I'm just gonna read this um Caesar guy guy Kion? um if you like yeah, yeah, so um, <laughs> did a, a post on Instagram um hinting very very strongly um that the epiphone headstock
1: may be changing.
0: Caesar, uh, guy, 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 can
1: uh, of oh, epiphone. Can I come in with a completely odd thing? Right. My my friend came over this week. Bought my daughter, my three year old daughter, bought her a, a unicorn teddy. Obviously not a real one. And um, turned around to her and said, "There you go. What are you going to call it?" And she just randomly said Caesar. Nice. What a weird thing for a three-year-old! Like a weird name. It's like it's not like we talk about Roman empires or anything. And how's <laughs> you know what that what where on Earth has she got that from?
0: Yeah, it's it's got a it's got a strong kind of Latin America gangster vibe as well. Uh
1: Tell me tell me about uh, Gibson Caesar man. Uh, so uh,
0: Epiphone Caesar. I don't think he's a Gibson Caesar. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know him personally. Um He posted up on Instagram um, a picture that hints very strongly that the Epiphone headstock may be changing Um, so in Japan um, there have been instances where Epiphone guitars have had a kind of open book headstock rather than the, the Epiphone one which is Gibson with clipped corners Which seems to it seems to get on people's tits quite a lot, doesn't it? The the headstock. I mean, it's. I've played plenty of good Epiphones. Um, I would like to say that I take the build quality over the fact that the headstock is just a bit uncanny valley. However, I did have a really nice Epiphone. And now I've got two Gibsons, so I'm
1: okay. not really practicing. Here's the thing. When the people who buy Epiphones are predominantly new players who don't know the difference between different types of build quality. They don't understand the difference because it's not something they've really got into. And if the headstock is fugly, it's going to put them off. Yeah. And it did, I'm speaking from experience, it did me. When I first started playing, I could have easily gone and got a, an epiphone, um, yeah. but I didn't. I will show you what I went and got. I went and got this. Well, this was first playing, but I saved up further. Oh, to and go got and a, get my Bernie. Got There's a, a Bernie because it's mode. yeah,
0: because it's much closer to the Gibson headstock than the, Yeah,
1: and it's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's, it's awesome. I love that guitar. Uh, but that's that's the route I went. Yeah. Why would you? You know, why would you go for something that is ugly now? what i think epiphone should do is rather than going for the gibson thing i think they should go for the other one so i've lined up a few different headstocks oh the,
0: uh, the 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 much f- like the much flat more flared out epiphone headstock the one that they have on really? like the sheraton and stuff like that
1: yeah so yeah exactly that so what what if what if put, put up so um adam here can't see the pictures that we're looking at guys um what I'm we've blind, got here is blind. The- <laughs> we've got the normal epiphone yeah, yeah, and they've
0: got on the on the left. Yeah, like on, on the, the right. dot, on the a lot of the hollows. They've got yeah. the the bigger headstock, haven't they?
1: Yeah, um, it, you know, it looks like a, I don't know a cartoon character. Don't they call it the tulip in, or something? Yeah, it could be a tulip. It does look like a big puckered up pair of lips, um, or, <laughs> yeah. or a, a the lady kissy heads bent up. over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice, so it's much much better. Yeah, it's like much that. more palatable.
0: Yeah, it, it look yeah the the Epiphone one can sometimes look like they've they reached for the Gibson but have been too shy to reach for that top shelf and at the last moment it um, went yeah. But um, the the Epiphone uh, the Epiphone Open Book is not the same as the Gibson one and. With with the Gibson one, the 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 horns of the um, the open book are almost in line with the kind of the center section, so it looks almost kind of mustachy. Um, okay. Whereas the Epiphone one, the center section with the the two bumps in the center are, are raised up, um, much higher. So it's it's easy to distinguish, but it's it's close enough that you'd go, well, that's that's Gibson esque.
1: Yeah, well, our friend Dave, Andrew, Andrew Bimston said he doesn't really get the problem with the Epiphone headstock. It, it will be personal preference. Yeah, I yeah. don't like it. I, honestly, I think it looks like it's just, uh, it looks like someone just designed a headstock because they had to. <laughs> yeah, like a Friday afternoon headstock. Do I really have to do that? I've got things to do. Yeah. You know, uh, but I'm sure someone spent a lot of time and so I went for a lot of education to go and do that. And I'm sure if I was a designer headstock, it would be a lot worse. That said, I wouldn't. I purposely wouldn't buy a guitar with that headstock. Yeah, it's not the name that bothers me. It is the headstock.
0: And you're not the only one. I I have seen that opinion uh, quite commonly. It's it's not it's not a, an opinion that is um, uncommon. I'd like to say it's not. It's not the the most favoured opinion, but it's it's affected sales enough, so they're yeah.
1: they're, they're changing
0: it. And I think oh, that, it's
1: about time. It's like people have been saying it for decades now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel like I'm completely flabbergasted by the length of time it's taken <laughs> to make this decision. It's just that is so British really, of you. I'm flabbergasted.
0: Flabbergasted.
1: Anyway. Yeah. Yes, yes, flabbergasted It was about bloody time too Indeed bah. Yeah. Bah. Uh, so <laughs> I think It can only
0: mean good things And I think if, if they start doing um, An SG 61 style With the, the half plate And a or bound neck uh, Maybe even with P90s with, with that Open book headstock I am all upon that
1: <laughs> like a like a rash.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. lo- I I love the way that Epis play. I've, I've played plenty of good Epis Um, they're not so expensive that I wouldn't. I'd be pissed off if I needed to change the pickups because I clearly would go and change the pickups for some some really decent yeah. things.
1: I'm of the mind that if you if you get get one and then get it set up, I'm sure it's going to sound lovely. Yeah, and play lovely too. Uh, can you tell me, sir, about these? Five special fenders?
0: <laughs> no, I haven't written it down. <laughs> Have you not? No, I haven't. That's the one thing that I haven't written down because I didn't think we'd get there. Uh, oh, can you okay. tell me about uh, them, Mister Mister Lee?
1: Uh, no, I was really hoping you would know more about them than I would. Well, let's <laughs>
0: fuck it off then. Let's talk about the other Fenton news. Or the... All right. Okay, so okay. Uh, now,
1: I've um, got some I've got some wicked pictures about this. So. D- the yeah. first picture we've got up is... Now, I've got to say, I am off on the bench about this. I am, yeah. I, I'm not, not like one of these people. Okay, so what happens is when you buy... Now, hang on, let me take a step back from
0: this. I was going to say, at the moment, we're, we're starting to talk about a subject that we haven't introduced to anyone, so let's... Yeah,
1: well, Bender l- are yeah. regarded as having the best relic in on the relic guitars or on any, of any relic guitars yeah out there i think everyone says fender do it properly fender do it the best yes. no one else is, is coming up close to them so
0: this this piece of news is in regard to the fender relics according to a a, uh, a thread on the fret uh, what's it the fretboard uh, fretboard Which- forum
1: there's, there's quite a few because uh, I, I yeah. did a bit of research on it and I've got pictures from all over the place. Yeah. But yeah. So what, what the accusation
0: is that they've collated pictures of quite a few heavy relic master built, um, master built guitars and they're noticing that um, amongst a lot of them, the relic patterns are very, very similar or, or similar enough that they've, they've managed to kind of piece together the fact that
1: this people... They're the same. Will... They're the same. There's, there's like things on it that, you know, there's... Yeah. Uh, like if I'm look, I've got two up on the screen at the moment. So, viewers, if you can see the blue one, where it's circled in white, there's a, a little bit sticks over on the right-hand side, sticks out, looks a bit like a palm tree. And then you go along a little bit, and uh, then there's another thing that looks a bit like a cock and balls. And then you go along a little yeah. bit more, and there's nothing thing looks like a mushroom falling over. Yeah, it does. It does actually look like a bunch of uh, yeah, just like weird, weird, weird random,
0: random assorted textures. images.
1: Yeah, it, but you've got like you've got it on the blue guitar, and you've got it on the uh, on the yellow guitar. Okay, so th- those are
0: those are very yeah. very specific um, yeah. patterns, aren't they? And and the uh, around
1: the jack, there's one that looks like an angry dragon, um, and. <laughs> This, this is a little bit like talking about This is like those like. do you know those
0: ink block tests? There you go. Tell me what tell me what you think of these. It it seems like you're uh, you're
1: Load of penis.
0: You're disclosing a lot more about yourself by uh by describing these than you think.
1: Someone oh God, someone out there is
0: psychoanalysing know. you right now. Uh, yeah, that's funny. So i mean i i had to look at some of the pictures and i saw some vague similarities i didn't i didn't quite look into it that in that much detail uh, but so the the accusation is that um fender custom shop luthiers are using stencils to um to work their relics and some people are are feeling a little bit ripped off by that or feeling like that shouldn't be happening at that price point. So I guess that's, that's the kind of the crux of it, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah. Well, if it looks good, what the hell are you moaning about? You know, yeah. I'm just flipping between the pictures uh, for the viewer. Yeah. So you can see like this um, palm tree, which is uh, just above where the neck ends. Um, yeah. And, and these sort of things so the, like I, I think these will in years to come be known as like the palm tree guitars or the dragon guitars or something or
0: the, due to or the cock and the balls, yeah.
1: Yeah, the dildo uh, you know that sort of thing. Mm. But um I, I still think they look really good.
0: Yeah, so I think um that that's kind of one one argument to come from the, the fact that if it looks good um then, then where is where is the issue? I think the fact that I mean the the way that you prefaced this whole um news article, this news story that we're mentioning, is that Fender are regarded as one of the kind of market leaders in terms of relicking And I don't think there's any any real argument against that fact. Um I think I, I would come at it from the fact that um with uh with like worn guitars, you would expect them to be wearing in, in very similar places if they are being if they're worn through play.
1: Um so how Do you we- know what, these are pretty, probably so good because what they've done is they've bought in relic guitars and they yeah. copied the relic in off of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Created the stencil from actual relics. Um, yeah. it, like, it, even if there is a stencil. Because, um, I mean, if it's the, the same... If they're all being made by the same uh, master builder, that might just be his kind of his signature. Like they say that um,
1: within no, all... No, d- these, you know, the distances between them, it's definitely... It, it couldn't be anything but a stencil
0: honestly yeah i mean but they say like um uh the the people who make uh, persian rugs purposefully like drop a stitch at one point so that it's it's an imperfect um pattern at a, at a certain point as their signature of um like making the rug and, and maybe it's the kind of the in order to show this is mine, I'm going to fuck it up just here. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's 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 your own personal <laughs> kind of stamp on on things.
1: Yeah. Um, and no, okay, fair fair enough. It's it, um, it is um, they do still look good. They do still have the best in, but now this has become um well known. Um, yeah. maybe I bet people will notice. Notice it more on other ones as well. Yeah. I will say this has happened on uh, two two guitars with uh port um, shell um, bit guards, which is horrendous. And they both had humbuckers in the bridge which you shouldn't be putting on a guitar on a strat of this price.
0: Um, uh, um. I I like, I mean <laughs> this this guitar behind me here somewhere.
1: Yeah, but if you spend two, three grand on a strat, why put a humbucker in it? Go get an ibanez. <laughs>
0: go get an ibanez.
1: Okay, yeah, I will. I will. I'll,
0: I'll, on on your uh, recommendation, I will go get an ibanez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. me, speaking of which, I was for some reason I was watching the One Show this week. Uh, it was just on in the background. Oh, I I weren't actively watching the One Show. Um, yeah. However, like the, the, at the end of it, they have like a performance. At, as, as quite a lot of shows do. And uh, Westlife were on it with a backing band. Um, and the guitarist in the backing band had one of those um, Ibanez AZs. I thought, that's that's pretty cool. The fact that those guitars are getting that kind of studio session-y vibe. Nah, I was digging that.
1: Well, a lot, a lot of these um, people who we watch who are very, very good players and they're on YouTube and these sort of things are session musicians as well. Famously, Pete, uh, Danish Pete, but um, you know. He's all not the got others. an Ibanez, I don't think.
0: I bet he has. Yeah, he might do. But he's, he's, he's famed for his, um, his purple
1: telecaster.
0: Um,
1: Mr. Bimson just said uh, all strats should be HH. Mr. Bimson is wrong obviously but
0: yeah i mean in, on a on a like, <laughs> scale of right to wrong um i think the the h hss is just just slightly left of the like perfect strat and then hh strat is, is somewhere over here it's, it's very far along
1: um i feel ashamed that i have a strap with and it's it's a um it's a one of the single coal size unbuckers in the bridge and i bought it like that because I have got it in a trade, but um, you know, I wish it had normal normal single coils in it. You know that you kind of yeah, buy amazing. an individual bridge pickup for it. Oh, I know, but do you know what it is. I really like that humbucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've just you are it. such
0: a hypocrite.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> humbuckers
0: in strats should be banned. But I really like mine.
1: Yeah, no. But <laughs> here's the thing. I like that pickup on its own. Yeah. But when I switch to the other. Other, other pickups, it doesn't sound right with it. You know, you get the difference in volume and these sort of things, um, and the difference in poke, and a completely different tone, because it's a yeah. Seymour Duncan, um, and the others aren't. But I've tapped it as well, but it's still not the right tone. Yeah, it it's, does it's sound not really great that. on its own, but it doesn't fit the guitar. Then get rid. Oh, I can't. I like it.
0: Just put it in something <laughs> else. Get, put it in... The, the other guitar that's oh, over I, there, the red one. got a that. proper
1: strap. so I don't need to worry about it.
0: <laughs> I actually <laughs> bought a... Because um, like I was mentioning, this uh, is this, my first ever Squire Strat. I turned it into a... At first, I, I, I put a set of Tex-Mex in it. So it was just SSS. Uh, it sounded great. Then, for whatever reason, I saw a Damasio Humbucker on eBay and went, I'm buying that. Didn't have anything to put in. So I thought... I'll put it in the Strat, go on. Um, and then ended up making it HSS. Got rid of the bridge pickup, gave it away to, to a good friend of mine. Um, and recently I was, I was just jonesing for that, uh, that uh, Tex-Mex uh, Strat full-on SSS sound. So I bought the, um, bought the bridge pickup back. It's not the same one, but I bought a, a, a bridge Tex-Mex off someone. And I've got a, a new scratch plate to fit it as well, but I just haven't got rounds to to quite doing that yet. Oh right.
1: man, did you get them for Fletch as well?
0: What the Mex?
1: Yeah,
0: they're uh, or, or... they're fenders, they are. Yeah, I know, but uh, it wasn't his version of it. No, 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 it's it's legit fender fender Mex. which okay. I I still I mean Matt Matt swears blind that they are terrible and thin and horrible. I, I put my hand up and say they are the best um, best strap pickup you can buy for like, a lot of
1: people like
0: them a yeah, lot of people like them I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of them like, unless you go in um, for custom wound uh, Tex-Mex strap pickups are the best strap pickup you can buy off the shelf I, I will stand by that because they just sound fantastic
1: how far that you have played i've
0: played a lot of lot of pickups mate <laughs>
1: yeah but, uh,
0: it's good, good good i mean sound. i should be i really should be budget budget pickup chap <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've probably played more pickups than i have pedals and that that's some going
1: okay given that we we had a little bit of a uh, yeah we're, a we're coming up to time but we'll... we we are but do you want to Go on, uh, talk about the super. Role. I haven't got any pictures of it, but you were keen to talk about it? Well,
0: I don't know. You, if you feel like you're forcing me, here, Lee, I, I don't... I don't oh, mean you're... I, I'm not going to force you to talk about the
1: Supra. I, I, I don't... Yeah, I <laughs> I'm not going to do that.
0: Go on. I've written it down, and writing is hard. So... I mean... What? <laughs> it's just a lot of work, isn't
1: it, Rising. Okay, we'll go back to the uh, main camera then. Okay, tell us about this Supro app because they have done some really cool stuff. I just feel that they do quite a lot and it feels like every other week there's a new Supro app.
0: I don't think that's quite fair. I think it's at least every every other other week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Right, (laughs) so uh, Supro um, have bought out an app called the Blues King 8. So the I believe they had a Blues King twelve, but I I've not heard of it. So this is the first that I'm hearing of the Blues King. Um it is aims towards being a small studio um studio amplifier. So it's it's definitely not meant for gigging. It's not it's not high powered at all. Um but it's just a small amp that you can crank the absolute bollocks off and get a decent American Amp sound essentially. Uh, so, uh, Class A, um, which is Class A, twelve AX seven in the pre, twelve AU seven in the power, which is quite small for a power uh, power tube. But I think the if I can get a picture, yeah, just just go go and paint and just draw like a little black box. It's it's very it the Class A. The the blues king eight. Um so the I, I believe that the the Oh um, it is as well. The Black Star H T five is very similar where it's got a, a like a really small uh, small tube in the power section as well. Uh so quite quite similar to that. Um with these kind of amps, so I mean, like the the Laney, Laney Cub, I think is one of them. The Laney Cub Eight, um, or is it the Laney Cub Five? I, th- I think they they do it in a sensible way where they they mention the wattage. Um, it's literally just like volume, um, and and stuff like the uh, the little is it the 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 Champ. Uh, yeah. That's just like a a, a tiny box of just you got you've got one control and you just get more of it. Um, th- they thought that that was probably not the greatest. Um, if you wanted to be able to, you know, dial in a tone. Um, so they've they've given you three controls on this. So it's like, uh, preamp, uh, tone stack. So it's a a, a tone sweep and then. And then master essentially. Um, so, like I was talking earlier about the uh, the the mid tone being like hugely dark, um, and then going onto the uh, the flying V, which was a, a lot brighter. If you plugged both of those into an amp where it was just just volume, I'd probably end up hating the mid tone because it's it's just it's just dark. Um. Both boys and girls. Have a look at that. Is that the? Uh, are you showing the the soup? Uh, the, sorry, the Blues King Eight there.
1: Yeah, it's um, it is like you
0: say a yeah, little a tiny, black box. tiny little black box. Yeah, I mean, if, in terms of log combo, it's 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 not. It, the, there aren't any frills on it, although it, it is literally just a plug in, play, enjoy. Um, what really uh, really confused me um, was the fact that. It's one watt of power. I assume that eight means that is the size of the speaker rather than the um. Oh, eight inch. Okay, I'm yeah. Good. And apparently the uh, the speaker is a specially designed speaker for this amplifier, so it's it's not just a stock. Cause I think the like Celestian do the this the, the oh, it's not the is It that's the eight inch version. Uh, okay. I could. I could tilt my amp up and have a look it's the super 80 i think it is um or the super 8 or something like that they do there's there's a very very limited um uh, supply of, of speakers that are 8 inch because usually you've got you've got 10 inch and 12 inch which are the the common ones for guitar
1: since we're talking about amps then should we transition onto to something that has a hundred times the power well not hundred times the power but a hundred times the wattage of this
0: uh, are you talking about the the Cotson? thing? The Richie what? You you dirty sod? Yes, yeah. The, absolutely. So go on. I I, I saw this uh, news article, but I didn't I didn't I dare not click because it's. I mean the, the, the Richie coxon has been out for a while. So well, what's going on?
1: The the Richie Coxon fifty watt has been out for a while, but this is the hundred watt. Uh, so I'll put up a picture of the fifty watt because I did that as well this is the 50 watt here it's not a brilliant picture do apologize but it looks like one of the little lunchbox ones you know like i'm imagining you've the... just
0: drawn it on paint <laughs> like a little
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. little yeah. rectangle rk50 <laughs> just with little, little holes in it a yeah. picture of a cheese breaker or something um yeah no <laughs> so what you, we've got is if you're familiar with the the kraken and Red Dwarf, I think Rob's one was uh, and all these sort of things you've got uh, this which looks very very similar this was the Richie Cox and it's a 50 watt head and uh, very similar sort of thing um, and there's a little tangent, did you see Pete Henore's purple version of the uh, I can't remember which, which which amp it was but they painted one one of the amps um,
0: I think no right. the sheriff,
1: sheriff I think, think it was uh they painted it purple and put pete's signature on it and he's like yeah it's exactly the same amp but with a slightly different (laughs) reverb tank in it (laughs) or reverb it's digital reverb actually anyway coming back to the richie Coxon one um yeah so that's the 50 we're used to that that's been out for a while and now they've done a very limited run of these now these look lovely they are full vinyl uh including the front so there's no like uh mesh or, or grill on the front it's just fine all the way through looks lovely it really does looks properly posh uh the victory it's all white it's got black, black piping around it for the uh, podcast listeners but uh you've got the victory logo in gold and uh, either side of the handle little what's well, usually a little plastic cover it, the, the little gold bits it looks really really nice doesn't look massive still is a hundred watts um, but they're limited to a very, very, very small run. How many? Did you, do you remember how many it is on, that they're limited to? Uh, Four hundred
0: and seventy-two. I'm just. I'm taking. A, I'm it taking apart. Yeah, I, I, I said literally at the start of this segment that I had. I didn't even click on the link. So uh, this is as as look. much. Oh, Okay, right. Was I close? Go lower. Okay, 350. Lower. 350. Lower. <laughs> lower. Yeah, you, that, that joke completely went over
1: your head, didn't it? It did for about two seconds. Uh, oh. but yeah, that's so why I went lower. Uh, but, okay, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> Go
0: on, 200.
1: 20.
0: Fuck me, that's hardly worth it, is it? <laughs> It's not even worth mentioning, really. It <laughs> yeah, fine, so. it, by the time we've mentioned it, they are sold out. So,
1: oh, definitely, yeah, we'll yeah. Um, Maybe check I eBay. Say, I would say that if it's successful, it wouldn't put. I wouldn't put it past Martin Kid to to like roll them out because why would you if it's successful? Check, how do you judge a success? Of course, all twenty are going to sell. <laughs>
0: Um, How do you judge success? We're getting we're getting existential here, um, Lee. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Not quite what I meant, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's. Oh my god, we've done all the news. We have, and it's. <laughs> and the, we added some in. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Do you want me to just like pick up
0: things around my room and then uh, we'll co- make comment new. on those? Here, um, here you go. Do you? This, do, this, uh, have, have a look at this. Do you like? Do you like this uh, alley? Look at look, look at the golden knobs. It's, this is a uh, hang on a second. Hang on. Anchor drive is it? What so. is
1: that An
0: anchor drive. No, it doesn't say any. Oh, it did. It does at the stop. Yeah, at the top. Anchor drive. Look there. Anchor drive. I should put a W on it and call it the Wanker Drive. How <laughs> <'Cause>, um, <laughs> no
1: appropriate? um yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: definitely yeah
1: well, so, we, i think we did well. well well done to you sir
0: yeah I think we should probably wrap up the podcast before we start fellating each other here so um <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do I'm just, it. I'm just amazed we got through all the news oh, No, the hell, yeah we never it, it we literally <laughs> never do that uh so let's no. wrap wrap this thing up um if you uh if you are a if, fret talk podcast listener and you're not in the live stream make sure that you go to pedalboards of doom because that's where these things happen and we love the fact that you uh come here and join in and and follow along live that's that's amazing stuff and
1: let you me g- throw that back at you because if you <clears throat> if you're a viewer here and yeah. you want to uh and you, you like what you see on that side of the screen yeah, if you like. do join in the fret talk uh podcast uh Facebook group, please, because it is a great little group and it could do us a bit more support.
0: Yeah. Cheers. And that's a good little shout. Um, if if you are either of those things, if you're watching live or you are a threat a podcast listener, share, 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 share. So if you share uh, the fact that these live streams happen or the, the podcast itself with one other person that you think might enjoy it, then that that means that if everyone does it we double that the the bigger this (laughs) podcast the the bigger the podcast gets the more giveaways and the more traction that we can do with with that kind of stuff we are very much of the opinion that we uh we give away as much as we possibly can i mean we've done we've done shed loads of giveaways already haven't we
1: I was meant to do one this week, and I completely. Oh
0: surprised. yeah, the uh, the string butler. I, I still need one because I think that might fix the uh, it might fix the flying V. Um, what actually yeah, fixed it this fun. week was a little bit of
1: Vaseline. I've um, been so busy. So uh, sorry. Uh, we will we will do that though. We will be yeah. doing that. We we'll have some special giveaways lined up uh, to come to very very soon as well. Indeed. Indeed. The more you share, the more giveaways we can do because the more support we get.
0: That I mean, it's it's that, isn't it? The we we are just completely of the opinion we're not we're not here to to spin it so we can make as much money as possible. We're here to kind of Oof, to give money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make any money would be nice, um, but we're here to just kind of. Uh, Almost to work like as you were mentioning earlier, like a bloody Santa Claus. We're like the Santa Claus of the uh, of the gear world. Uh, we just run like Oprah went for you get a car, you get a car, everybody gets a motherfucking car. Maybe I'm remembering that, that scene a completely different, but um, th- that's the kind of thing that we want to be doing. So that we we want to be getting gear into people's hands and just getting getting feedback because we love gear, you love gear. Why not love gear together? Um, You sound like a drug dealer. uh, I I, I heard it, Lee. I heard it. As I was saying, (laughs) I heard that. Uh, (laughs) So, to catch myself, it's Budget Pedal Chap, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and the other one. YouTube, that's the one. And both myself and Lee also appear quite regularly on the Pedal Boards of Doom YouTube channel. So, go check that out. You've also got... uh, you, You run the
1: Instagram as well, don't you, Lee? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we we've, we've got Instagram, and I uh, do the uh, the socials uh, among other bits and pieces for Tompedia as well. Go check that out if if you want to try out um, interactive pedal demos. Go there. Yeah, it's, it's really good.
0: Yeah, it's 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 an absolutely cracking service, isn't it? It's it's the 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 bridge bridging the gap between. Like, the YouTube videos, which are, I mean, they're entertaining and good fun, but in terms of, like, giving you an idea of what a pedal sounds like, it could be a million miles away from what your rig sounds like with it. And, like, when...
1: They, they, both, they both serve different purposes. Uh, There's things they, the that a, a YouTube demo can do that Tampedia can't do, and vice versa.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you get people like Rabia playing a pedal, it's... Uh, it's gonna sound good, no matter what the pedal is, um, and the the, the demos, at, um, Tonepedia are, are very, uh, very well recorded and whatnot, but they're very honest as well. So it will give you an idea of what that what that pedal will sound like through a certain rig.
1: Yeah, um, we'll go into that more, more detail on another day because I, I I can go into some really really good detail on that. The way they record it and stuff is is very, as you say, very honest, very clear, very lot of clarity there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I think that's that's pretty much it, isn't it, for this week? I'd like to thank everyone who is in the live uh, live stream. Thank you not only for joining to to watch us, but to for coming back when we had our technical issue. Um, I want to thank you, listeners, for being there with us this week because without you guys this would not happen uh, so thank you um I think that's us for this week so I'm gonna'm I'm gonna sign myself uh, I'm gonna say from myself mr Budget pedal chap from that guy over there mr Lee pedalboard of doom it will be a teddy <laughs> bye and good night for this. bye week. guys bye uh, Do you like my little My little book It's no longer a piece of paper It's a little thing, it's got some little dolphins on it
1: Yeah I remember you showed us uh, Last week I think It's um, quite nice isn't Uh. it